This is CliffCentral.com. Good afternoon to everyone. This is Bo Crazy on the Unplugged and In Charge Show. Welcome to the Unplugged and In Charge Show. Um, it's very exciting to be with you once again this afternoon. I was looking forward to be hosting the show today. And yeah, I'm excited. And I think it's been about two weeks that I haven't been on air. Um, it's very exciting. It's good to have a bit of a break just to have a bit of thought to plan and strategize once again It's the Unplugged and In Charge radio show We're all about motivation And again today I'm going to bring some motivation to you From a very young man Who's going to be sharing his story In terms of uh, business and being young He's done a lot of things at the age of 24 only And he's been um, in the business world um, Shaking and, and making moves And he's going to be sharing with us In terms of the importance of education And merging it with being in the business world Because we all know um, Yes, you can be, you can be in business and, and not be educated because we do know some of the most successful businessmen and women in the country, some of them didn't go to school, but they really have made a success of their lives, uh, with, um, with their businesses. So today we have a young man who's, who's done some great stuff from community projects. Um, he's also studying an MB, an MBA. He's busy with something also above the MBA. Um, 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 with him in, in terms of his studies, and he's going to be sharing um, the importance of that and some of the skills that he's learned, and to, and tell us really where did his journey start um, as a young person um, to come as far as he is today. And I'm really excited. He's going to be joining us a bit later on the show. But yeah, I'm just introducing you guys to the show today. Um, it is Smokeuzi, and thank you very much for tuning in on CliffCentral.com, and thank you very much for everyone who's streaming live on their on their phones and. People that have logged on to the show via the www.cliffcentral.com. Uh, you also welcome into the show, and you can participate in the show through WhatsApp. You can send us WhatsApp messages if maybe you hear something that you would like to um, ask questions from our, either from myself or from our guest today. You can send uh, send through your messages to zero seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero. Um, that's zero seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero. You can send your WhatsApp messages, and we'll try our best to answer you and to give you the information which you are asking questions from. But yeah, man, I've had such an amazing week, and I must say, guys, you know when you focus and you 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 place your eye on the prize, I can assure you, and you remain resilient, and you remain persistent, and you do not fear anything. Trust me, you will be surprised of yourself what it is that you can attain. And um, I'm saying this because there's a couple of things that I have set goals for myself. I try to have uh, daily goals, um, monthly goals, weekly goals, and try my best to work towards them. And the most challenging thing, especially when you work for yourself, when you're a young entrepreneur and you're a young person that is trying to break into the mainstream business world, it is very difficult. And... um you need to work three times as harder as a normal person or a person that has been successful. Not that I'm saying that it becomes much easier, but uh, one thing that I can tell you is that to start off, especially when you have nothing, that's why I always say there's this saying that, um, or there's this quote that I always say that um, um, if 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 you've managed to have things um, put forward to you in a silver platter, you must be very, very grateful. But if you have not... 
you have to make sure that you work three times harder because not always in life that you get things given to you in a silver platter. And if it has been given to you in a silver platter, you must be really grateful because some people really, they have to start from the bottom of the bottom and, and try to work themselves up the ladder. Um, but yeah, this is what I wanted to share. I've had a very amazing a couple of weeks and I'm working on a couple of things, trying to upskill myself, trying to put myself in places. And today I'm seeing myself being, being in the midst of important people, you know, places that I never thought that I will be, I'll be, I'll be at. I'm, I'm, I'm conversating with people that I never thought that I'll be conversating with. And, and it's an exciting thing. And I think it's the results of hard work. I'm not trying to praise myself, but I'm trying to share a story, uh, just a bit of a story just to motivate you as we start the Unplugged and In Charge radio show off, off my Myself. Um, you'll be hearing a couple of interesting things in the coming weeks um, with myself and, and my boy, Where's That Guy, um, some of the things that we were also working on in the background. And, and trust me, it's very, very, very exciting. But yeah, and another thing that has happened um, in our country, um, I think yesterday, uh, we had the privilege of actually watching Mamaluti Sundowns versus Barcelona. And it was really exciting to be able to to see the the the, the two teams um, getting um, versing each other, and it was very interesting. I think the game was really good, as much as Mamelodi um, Sundowns did did lose the game, but I think they put on a challenge, and it was really exciting. And the funny thing that I saw actually yesterday, as I was watching the football, actually at the end of the game, you saw all the some of the players of of Mamelodi Sundowns running to Messi and wanting to take a picture, and it was really interesting because there was a a very huge and wide culmination of um, people from politics, celebrities, uh, people from TV, people from all walks of life were drawn by the Barcelona team coming to one stadium, which is very interesting. And once again, it showed that it's very true that uh, football can unite the world because you could you could see on the stadium on the on the seats you saw from people who are white, colored, Indians. Um, people from Africa, whether you're from Ghana, whether you're from Egypt, all walks of life, they were all together yesterday in, at the FNB Stadium watching the Mamelodi Sundowns versus Barcelona game. And it was really exciting. You saw even politicians were really excited to come see uh, one of the best fo- footballers on earth, uh, which is Lionel Messi. And it was really interesting. Um, as I was watching the game, some of the, some of the, um, some of the footballers, as, as Messi had the, 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 the ball on his feet, uh, you could just see some of them were a bit hesitant to, to, to go and, 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 and mark the, the, the player. But yeah, it was really exciting. It is the Unplugged and In Charge radio show. I'm between, I'm with you between, uh, 3 and 4 p.m. on Cliff Central. And again, as I said, you can also tag me at Smokuzi on social media. That is Twitter and Instagram. Um, again, if you want to participate and hashtag Unplugged radio show, it is the Unplugged and In Charge radio show on Cliff Central. I have my guest in the studio. He's managed to join me. Um, you know, and I've been very excited to be able to, to have this, um, young man with me. And I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to hear what it is that he, that he has in store for us. Cause I know we only bring quality, quality guests on the show. And trust me, you do not want to leave either, even going to the loo, even going to get that cup, cup of water. You don't want to move cause what I have in store for you right now, is really, really, really exciting. Um, a very young man who has done well for himself, who continues to prove that he's worthy of the journey that he's taken. Um, his name is... Okay, let me just start just to introduce you a little bit. Um, he's just the age of 24. 
and has managed to employ a number of young people in his business. He's currently completing his MBA and has a BBA degree amongst other qualifications. And he really is going to speak to us about the importance of education as an entrepreneur and embracing entrepreneurship without undermining education. So, yeah, we have Yamkela Kiviet in the studio. Thank you for having me. My brother, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm really, really, really great. And I must say, um, I've, I've, I was so excited when, when a brother of mine who managed to link me with you, uh, he told me a little bit about you and, and what you're all about. I was really excited to, to meet you. And yeah, welcome to the Unplugged and In Charge radio show. And I'm very excited to be with you until four, four o'clock. I'm very excited to be here. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying myself already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure, my brother. So we're going to have a bit of fun. So, um, just, uh, tell us a bit about yourself. Take us back. Cause we, we interested on the cracks. We interested okay. on the fall. The setbacks and how you managed <laughs> to come back. But, um, first of all, we want to know who is Yamkela. Yeah. Well, I think when you speak about cracks, you speak about falls, you speak about setbacks, uh, you speak about things that really have a lot to do with, um, um, with my journey and who I am and what I've been through. Uh, but when, um, to just say who Yamkela is, Yamkela is an entrepreneur. Um, um, I'm a businessman and, um, I've, I've been in business ever since I was a lighty, you know, um, um, I would say I consciously continued to be in business even from the age of 17 when I started being hectic on pushing things, knowing that I'm actually pushing them for business. Um, I grew up in a small town called Mount Fred that's in the Eastern Cape. Um, I grew up, um, with, uh, with my grandmother. And then later on, my mom, uh, took me and then she raised me and then she got remarried and then I was raised by my mom and my, my stepfather. Uh, like most South Africans, um, um, obviously I, um, I, I go through the challenges of an absent father. Uh, but it doesn't really define me, but what defines Yamkela is I'm a victor. I'm, I'm, I'm literally one of those people that I say when I summarize myself, um, that against all odds person um um in entrepreneurship i've managed to stand it out when things were tough when things were easy when things seemed like they were not worth it but i've i'm i'm a person that doesn't give up I, giving up is just not part of my dna okay i think you've said a whole mouthful of things right there <laughs> but i want to slow it down yeah. Because I want to know that, um, we, you know, most of the time when, when I always say this, that when we're younger, there's yeah. always something that we see within ourselves or especially when you, when we're older and when we reflect back and we look when we grow up, there's certain things at a very young age that do give us a hint that there's a very big possibility that I will go, I was born to go this direction. Yeah. So with you as an entrepreneur, um, is there anything when you, when you were still young, maybe at, at, at a very young age, you, you wanted to other sell sweets amongst your friends to make money, um, <laughs> at school, or, I mean, you were that guy, maybe, you know, in spending money, your parents would give you money and you would rather save it and, 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 and spend it on something wise. I'm talking about those small little things that we take for granted at that age, um, that somehow, sometimes amongst some of us and some people, um, you know, 
act as 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 a catalyst, as a direction when they actually older that a, a, a learned habit or something that is within them that points that hey, when I grow up, I want to be a businessman. For you, what are some of the things when you were young that you can reflect on that kind of, you know, gave you an idea that you will be an entrepreneur one day? Yeah, I think growing up in uh, in this town like Mount Fred, growing up in the situation that I was in, um, it it made me desire uh, to be great. Uh, it made me desire to. I'd say that there's a huge element my upbringing has led to who I am today. And what I mean by that is that um, growing up in a, in, a, in a town or in a village where almost everyone has no hope for tomorrow, where everyone is almost uh, an alcoholic, where almost everyone does not see themselves driving, to, uh, to them seeing themselves drive even the smallest car mm. is something that's impossible. And... When I grew up, I had a hectic distaste for that environment. And to such, to such a point that I remember my mom would say that when I grew up, uh, when I was growing up, I was constantly, um, I was constantly, um, saying that I'm gonna be rich, constantly saying that I'm, I'm gonna be rich. Even when I'd be playing with other kids, I'd play with them, but I'd keep uttering the fact that I was gonna be rich. And as a result, a lot of other kids, even though we were the same age, uh, my mom was narrating this at my book launch, some of them would carry my bag for me, uh, because there was this strong sense and of leadership that was within my character. Even at home, I was a young kid, but there was this strong sense of uh, of 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 leadership that was within my character. And I think that is what shaped who I am and what uh, what were the signs of what I'm uh, what I am right now. Because you've got to understand this: um, life life is a journey. And when life is a journey, uh, it is a journey that needs you to be conscious of what is in the inner of you so that you can understand what the inner is supposed to produce outside of you. So people, the, the mistake people uh, make is they neglect those small things, those small strengths that they have in their youth that are in their inner being. And they don't understand that the reason those inner strengths are there, it's because they want to produce outer success for you and your life. That is really powerful. Are you a motivational speaker? No, no, no. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur <laughs> and an author. Yeah. So tell me, you said you're from Eastern Cape, right? Yeah. Uh, where in Eastern Cape? Uh, Mount Frey. Mount Frey. Yeah. And you, do you, you come from Eslalini, which is the, the really rural areas or the more modernized town related areas? I come from Eslalin. Eslalin. Yeah. Cause now that's, that's where for me the very interesting part is, um, you know, trying to find out your story. Because, um, we do know that, um, people from Eslalin, when we say Eslalin, we're talking about the really deep rural areas, which yeah. you'll find that most of the time there's very little roads, proper roads. But again, nowadays, because of what the government is trying to do to improve people's lives, there are roads that are being built. But I'm talking about where people have to, where you see kids walking barefoot. Yeah. To go to school. Some of the kids don't even have jerseys and they have to walk through the cold. And I know that when you come from Eslalini, you're coming from an area or you're coming from a community where it's really hard to cook, to go, to get out. 
yeah. And you always have to seek opportunities Either you have to move towards town yeah. And you have to fight against poverty And uh, most of the time You find that many families Don't even have enough money To actually sustain themselves Throughout the month And you find that It's, it's places where uh, people have either have to plant in order to have extra food um, during the month. Uh, I'm not saying maybe that's the exact place where you come from, but I want to know for you to come out from that kind of environment, what it is that you did for yourself. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you an idea because what you're saying just raises some things into my upbringing. When when we are growing up, um, you you would have um, instances like Christmas. Where you, you um, as Lalini, you end up playing with all the kids, you know, and uh, the reality of where we grew up is some of the kids you would find that they literally um, did they would come to different houses, not even just because it was Christmas, but because they were actually going around looking for food for what they're going to eat at night. Some of the kids that I would be playing with were kids that some of them, they, they didn't even have shoes on their feet. Um, some of them you would go through to their house and I remember this other household when I was young, when I would go there, uh, there was a bed and there was a bucket, one of these big uh this big green uh water bucket mm. and there was a small there was there was clothing with no wardrobe just put there and that cloth there was that house there was a woman and that woman in that house in that room she would have to sleep with about more than eight children that Are were in serious? that one room and and uh, w- when when I'd see that obviously as you are young you, uh, my family, unfortunately, was not in those hectic situations. You know, our challenge, uh, our challenges were not to that extent. But as you, as you are young, um, uh, you don't notice it. As I got older, and I came to Joburg, and I saw some of my friends that actually grew up in that environment, in that household. And I, I saw uh, how some of them actually gave up even before they went to matric. Mm. It gave me a realization that uh, poverty, um, I've realized that poverty sometimes can destroy you. Just as much as success can distract you. Wow, that's powerful. So really unpack, unpack that for us because really I think there's a very powerful thought behind that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some people who we see them destroyed and who we see them not dreaming in their mind. Because remember, being destroyed is not just being in the street, but being destroyed is you unable to put yourself inside your life. And yourself and your life are two different things. Yourself is you, the flesh, and so on. Your life is who you were destined to be. And a lot of people, the danger with a lot of people is they become destroyed by poverty in a sense that the situation around them oppresses them so much that they cannot even think or envision themselves in a situation behind a beyond where they are. They end up aborting their life. 
That's really powerful. They yeah. end up aborting their vision. They end up aborting their purpose. They end up aborting their destiny. They end up aborting their ability to be any, anybody in the future. And you see, and that's, that's why I say that the, the most dangerous things any human being can have is to be poor and to be successful. Because all of those things, if your mind is not okay, they have the ability to destroy you. Wow. Wow. As you can see, you're leaving me speechless. <laughs> you're leaving me speechless because you're sharing such a powerful thought and, and message. That's why I asked you early on, are you a motivational speaker? Because now it shows you, you know, sometimes um, such things, people think that you, when you become a motivational speaker, you learn these things. But most of the time, people that are so great at motivating other people is because of the life experiences that you've gone through yourself and the life lessons that you're sharing with other people. And I think for you to come from such an environment and being able to analyze the challenges that you saw, even with the people around you and realizing the strengths within you and to get yourself out of that situation is really powerful. But what I'm interested to know now, so now you moved away from, from, from Eastern Cape and you moved to Johannesburg. How yeah. did that come about? Okay. So, um, I moved to, okay, let me fast track to my move to Johannesburg. Um, so after I matriculated, um, I then decided that I wanted to come to Joburg and my main, um, thing was I thought that I was going to pursue uh, entrepreneurship, but within an arts form. Mm -hmm. So I was going to be, my plan was that I was going to be a musician. And then uh, whilst I become a musician, I'm going to do events. Then when I do events, I'm going to start a record label. Sure. And then I'm going to be a multimillionaire, mm -hmm. you know. And um I came to Joburg. I got to Joburg. I started off, I tried to kickstart a magazine that was called um, Eternity Gospel Lifestyle Magazine. I was about, um, I think I was about 18 years old when I tried that. And I attended the attention of people like Hauser, Israel Musetla, Soli Matlangu, and so on. Got the support of those people. And I was pre-launching that magazine. I remember it was the end of... It was the end of November uh, of that year. I think it was 2012. And when I was pre-launching that magazine, um, I, 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 the person that I was working with decided to steal all the ticket sales money wow. from the event. Okay. And the event was a sold-out event. So I had more than a thousand people there. So you can imagine each paying about 120. That's so that person money. stole all that That's cash, you know. Yeah. And um I remember after that there were guys that were on uh, that were playing in the band mm -hmm. that were uh, that were we call it in-house band you know sure. that were playing for most of the artists sure. and then the band wanted to get paid and then I was busy saying to the band that man um someone stole the money mm -hmm. so I'll never forget this one guy that literally tried to run me over with his car yeah. because he thought I was lying about the money not sure. being paid. Yeah. Um, and then 
that that was my first thing. So I got discouraged a bit after that. I remember I went back home to the Eastern Cape. Came back after that. I I um I re I repeated myself up, and I started again. And I did a music project. It started doing well. I started my company, Cave Projects uh, and Consulting. Yes. And then I realized at a later stage that I was not really meant to be a musician. But I needed to be a musician to In be order. what I am because one person says this that sometimes uh, the thing that you start with is yes. not the thing that That's you need to end with, but it will be the thing that leads to the thing. Can I just interject you right there, ladies and gentlemen? This guy is is really he's dropping bars, yeah. And you know what? The reason why I'm interjecting right there is because I was having a conversation with a friend, mm. and um, she's all about. She's actually reaching the end of her studies with, within geology, yeah. and she says to me, um, "You know, Sbo, I don't feel this thing, and yeah. I really I am passionate about being in the media space, and I don't know how I'm going to go about to enter this space. But there are certain things that are coming onto my lab." That um, I'm 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 coming across, and I'm bring, I'm, I'm a bit hesitant to to take it and to go with it and run it full time, and basically when I was talking to her, I said to her, look, sometimes when you want to go into something, yeah. you will have to do something else that will lead you to that actual thing that you are looking for. You, you see, you see the, the 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 biggest mistake people make in life that makes them end up being unsuccessful is everyone has, you see, a, any everyone has the picture of success. Yes, as a graduation, sure. But people don't understand that success is actually a number of assignments passed. To get to the graduation. 100%. So what, what that means is that sometimes you must understand that even if I went forth and I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I started off being a musician, mm -hmm. there were principles that served as assignments that I had to pass so that the principles I learned there may be able to make my moving in this entrepreneurship journey a bit smoother. A lot of people in life, and I always say this, a lot of people in life don't want to take out the lessons from the good and bad things out of life. Yes. So if, if in life you cannot learn from the good as much as you learn from the bad, mm -hmm. you are doomed. Did you hear that? Please repeat that again. If in life you don't, you don't learn from the good as much as you learn from the bad, you are doomed. Yes. As a human being, you must be able, if you want to be successful, to say that if I learn from a perfect situation this much, I must tune my mind that even in the worst of of situation, I must come out with this with a, with a, with a, with something that edifies me and grows me. A lot of people, when we go through things that we do not like, and I, if someone spoke about it the other day, and I and I shared it on my timeline. I was sharing about purpose over preference. Mm -hmm. That we people in this day and age, we are so addicted to emotions that we prefer and not emotions that. Aligned with our purpose And the problem with that is not everything That you prefer has something to do With your purpose Yeah. Sometimes your purpose has to A true A person's purpose usually has A huge chunk of things That are not in the person's preference Yeah 
All right, we just got a lady here that's actually <laughs> listening up to the show. She's coming to the studio. She's going to be actually coming through into the next next um, next uh, slot, which is between four and five, four from four o'clock actually. The urban culture. She's right here, as you can see. I'm showing everybody on my Instagram. But yeah, man, the reason why I'm I'm saying this is because. Um, you sharing some powerful message and it's touching some people in the studio as well. And she's jumping up and down and not sure what it is, but yeah, I'm going to be seeing her after the show. But yeah, um, um, my brother, you are sharing, sharing something that is very powerful. And I was just saying earlier on, as you were coming into the studio, I was saying that be glad if, if you've, you've been one of those people that gets things in a silver platter, you must be really thankful. Yeah. Because certain things don't come easy in life. And some people have to start from the bottom. And I always say, when you start from the bottom, that's when you actually learn a lot of life lessons. Yeah. That's when you actually see the reality. You know, it, it, there's a lot of people that have got things just given them over because someone else has started it. And they don't really know what it means to start from scratch, from the ground, to build from scratch and to take that, um, you know, to dig deep and lay the foundation. And I think there's a lot of lessons that you meet, that you miss from that and you, you you just take off from the building that's already been built that's been i always tell people this that um uh the danger in life uh one of the biggest dangerous things that you can you can be in you can you can go through in life is being uh being a victim of uh sitting in something whereby you don't know what the foundation is yeah uh, because the danger is whenever you don't know the foundation, whenever this thing collapses, yeah. you will never know how to build it. 100%. For example, if you are in a building like this, yeah. you cannot say to me that you are simply in power of the building. Because the day the building collapses mm. and you are inside the building, yeah. you most likely won't know how to rebuild and make sure you survive in the building. Am I wrong? Am I, am I right? You're correct. The biggest danger now with the youth of our time is that we are so set on being part of foundations that we are not clear in how they are built. In a sense that now when these things collapse, we become disrupted and distracted and we end up being destroyed by that season but if you know how you build it when the season comes you just say it's collapsing for a day i just need to put a pillar there if i put that pillar there it's gonna go back up again but if you don't even know how the pillar came up you'll not know how to rebuild it i always tell people this in the season of me being an entrepreneurship and i counted 2012 2013 2014 I was learning more than I was earning. Yeah. I was, I was learning how my foundation is. Today, if I would become broke today, I give you my last word, I will be able to get back to the same position I was at the next day. Let me actually take you a little bit back because now you're talking about you being able to lay the foundation for yourself because not just moments ago, we were talking about you moving from um, Eastern Cape and coming into Gauteng because that's where I, I'm, I'm assuming that a lot of things actually started to started happen for you. Yeah. So now I just want you to map out in terms of how did you manage to hustle? Because we know they say Johannesburg is a city of gold. Gauteng is the is, is, the, is the province of gold. And when you are there, 
you need to be proactive. You need to move. You know what I mean? That's where the hustle is at. I want to know in terms of your hustle, when you came to Gauteng, how, where did you start off at? Yeah. So after I tried to start the magazine and it didn't go out, the next year I did my music project and then I did uh, Kiv Project. Now, Kiv Projects was really the test sure. of, uh, of a, I call it the true test of my hustling because yeah. uh, it was a business I didn't start with capital. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is I had zero, 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 zero. And the, 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 the business, what it was about, um, it was about doing company registrations, yeah. doing business plans and doing market strategies for, uh, for people and organizations and so on. Sure. So what I would do is out over brand, out brand my business properly and excel in what I did so that I would get someone else who I was subcontracting from to actually do the registrations for me. Mm-hmm. And, it was it was it was quite a difficult start because I remember sometimes I would walk downtown close to there's a place in downtown clo- called downtown studios. Um it's just in the bottom as you're gonna go to Maboning. Mm-hmm. It's those parts of Johannesburg town that people don't like. And what I'd do, I'd constantly go there and I'd get clients from maybe Senton City. And when I get clients, I would go down to downtown because I'd know that the prices are very cheap there. And then I'd go downtown and then I'd print stuff for people and do company registrations for people and do all those things for people. Sure. And then once I do that, um, I go and I sell it to people as if it's a product that was created in Senton. And how old were you at that time? I was about 19 years old. 19 years old. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty much you. Were you just finished metric? Yeah. So I had just finished metric. All right. Continue. Yeah. So that's what I did. And what I'd do now, when I'd make a profit, I remember my company, uh, company registrations. It's not like it is today. You can register a company. People are more informed. 550, you can get away with it. At that time, people wanted it quickly and they wanted, they were prepared to pay. So I would charge for a whole package. I'd charge 1.5 and then I'd make a profit. I'd know that I'm paying the service provider and so on. My costs were around 500 rands. So it would mean a thousand rand was my money. And then that thousand rand I'd save 500 rands and keep another 500 rands and when i keep that 500 rands i then saved that 500 rands and that's those 500 rands uh, piled up together and they were then for me to venture into something else venture into building up my image building up the way i present myself building up the way the type of things that i i I use to present myself and then building the next set of a business then from there i went to a car wash in the chisanyama uh, that was in marvel so now that's the third project that you're busy with yeah, that's about the, uh, that's one. about the third project. All right, I'm there were projects o- also in between. Okay. Uh, I'm just highlighting the major ones. Cool. Then after that, I did Malvo Kawash and Chisanyama. Malvo Kawash and Chisanyama, it was the most pub setup I have ever had in my life. And I tell you, <laughs> I tell you that the kitchen was next to the toilet. Oh, the toilet wow. was ne- It was just some sort of chaos. It was no so much chaos. Ways. How did you manage but, to decide that? Because I mean, that's really unhygienic. You can't I, have a kitchen next to a toilet. I remember I traded for a while. Yes. And then after a while, health came. Uh, health inspectors came. Sure. And when they came, they were like, um, 
this place is unhygienic. We're going to come here. You need a health certificate. This is what you need. This is what you did. This is what you need. And then I said, I'm closing down. Yeah. And when I decided to close down, I decided, let me just hit a crazy, crazy night where I know I'm going to make a lot of money so that I can be able to go venture into another business mm-hmm. before these people shut me down. And that's what I did. And then from there, um, Melville Grill Lounge came about, you know. And after Melville Grill Lounge, it came the other initiatives. I started being involved in starting out Ibiza Sky Lounge. In Ibiza Sky Lounge, I then went on. I became involved in, uh, I started Espayeni, uh, Mid Lounge. Um, busy now. I'm busy with Maboneng Mid Lounge. Then we got ex- Oxford Private College, got all of funeral services. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then there it's been growth. But it, the principle in it is, I've always started small, but with the, with the end in mind. I've always, I've always seen myself bigger than, I've, I've never neglected the times to actually work extra hard, start in an uncomfort, because a lot of, a lot of young people, they want to, we want to subcontract sacrifice. Right. We want someone to sacrifice on our behalf. True. We don't want to look, we don't like, even when we are broke, we don't want to look broke. Yes. Even when we are desperate, we don't want to look desperate. Yeah, even man. when we actually need work, we don't want to show that we need work. Yeah, and yeah. it's a dangerous thing because for some people it works in the event that the world does not see your struggle. But then to some people it's dangerous because you end up yourself not seeing your struggle. And if you don't see your struggle and what it should take for you to get out of your struggle, Mm -hmm. you then end up relaxing in a position of arrival when you are far from your arrival point. All right. Now, uh, what I want to know is that and and you, you literally from the age of 19, you're 24 years old now, right? Yeah. So you've literally established how many five different businesses? Yeah, so we're counting restaurants, counting funeral Listen to parlors, this guy, yeah? counting a Christian school. Yes. Now we have a financial markets training academy. Yeah. Um, that's starting. Yeah. So we've, we've five different businesses. And now I'm not counting as in this business has different branches. At it's five different establishments that you have managed to um, establish. In since between 19 years and 24, that's five years. Yeah. At the age of 24, you owning five different businesses. Now, what I want to know, because I'm sure as people listening, listening back home, I mean, this was not easy. And what I want to know is that, um, when you in the midst of you establishing all these things, who was your mentor and who did you look up to? And were there some people that actually helped you out? Because we know that we become a person, as as we know, this African thing of umuntu gabantu. You yeah. understand? So, um, I wanna I wanna understand from your side is that who were some of your mentors? Who did you look up to? If you had assistance, what type of assistance did you get in order to establish? Because it doesn't. You don't just wake up one day and, and you. Then it's all it, big. It, it happens, you know. And yeah. especially with the issue of. Having to have the right finances to start off things because again, the businesses that you ended up going into is businesses that need you to have a lot of money. And I know that maybe someone listening back home is interested to understand that how did this guy do it, especially at the age of 24? And some of them have achieved them maybe between the ages of 24, maybe at at the age of 22 and whatnot, whatnot. What are some, what, what's, who did you look up to? Who assisted you, assisted you if they did assist you and what type of assistance did you get? 
Yeah. Okay. So let me let me start answering this question by sure. sharing this. Um, I always say this to to people. Um, I was saying it in my book launch uh, a few weeks ago that uh, one of the things that have is made me attract assistance from people and attract partnerships with people and yeah. attract is I go into relationships. And what I mean by relationships, I don't just mean dating or whatever. I'm, sure. I'm, I'm implying business you, mainly. Yeah. I go into relationships not with the mentality of what I can get out of relationships, but what I can give into relationships. And that helps you uh, because then it has made me to know that a lot of people that have come in and helped me in my business were people that have all seen me put in the first break sure. to try and get it started. Yeah. And because they have seen that I'm willing to take out something of myself first before I want them to take out something of themselves uh, first, the, it, it triggered them to want to finance my things. Mm-hmm. So I've been financed and mentored by numerous people mm-hmm. and I can, I can literally, I can literally, uh, uh, acknowledge people like Lunganokaya who financed uh, my music project. Um, I've had a guy, um, I've had, um, Mr. Douglas Chauge. He had, he, 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 he was the CEO of Siahamba Engineering. He financed my events company. Well, not finance, but he helped me get my events company standing when I was starting it. I called I call numerous, um, numerous names, you know, Rulani Recambers that have worked with me and partnered with me in a lot of initiatives. So, but the principle in it is a lot of people, I think they go for too long looking for partners and looking for financial assistance, but not taking more time to actually study themselves. What do I have to pour out that will actually make sure that whenever this person is pouring in, they pouring in to someone who has actually poured out something that's of tangible value. There's something that I came across as I was on social media these days, and 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 one of the guys, you know, I was on Twitter, mm-hmm. and he said that um, business people, the mistake that we do as young people is that business people don't want to finance you in order to make yourself successful. Business people are interested to finance your your goal, your dream, your vision. Yeah, that's what you need to sell because um, this particular person, when I conversated with them further, they were saying to me, "This is what he's realizing, especially when it comes to pitches." Luckily, he he works in a in, in a setup whereby people need to come and pitch their business mm-hmm. ideas in order for them to get finances. And he's saying that a lot of people miss it, and this comes with the mentality that you go into business because you want a flashy and a good lifestyle. Yeah, and, and forgetting what the purpose is it, and especially. Um, what you just shared right now that when you become successful or you establish yourself to the point that you are relatively stable, there's something that you need to give back to people. Yeah. You do not go into business or you, you do not want to be successful because you want to be self-glorified and yeah. have everything to yourself. Yeah. There's, there's a blessing in, in, in when you attain things and then you share it with other people, especially when you empower. Yeah. And and it's a beautiful thing that when you share with me and as you speak to me right now, you do tell me that 
you there's a level of giving back and i did see within your resume that you are a person that is also involved in a couple of community projects and a couple of things that you have done and i'm very interested to hear and i'm sure as the listen, as listeners back home they also want to hear what are some of the projects that you also have been involved in not only in business but also as a man that is passionate about giving back yeah um yeah so i'm i'm really passionate about giving back yeah. um um as as i'd say that i i i believe that a huge uh, element of how i've gotten to where i am today it's because of my giving mm-hmm. and uh a part of how we are giving right now and part of how i'm giving right now is that i'm adopting some small businesses that people are doing and then i help them because i know that one of the biggest challenges you have one one of the biggest challenges that almost made me give up and almost made me give up because in the journey of entrepreneurship i'll tell you this uh in my journey of entrepreneurship i've been dumped i've been broke i've been broke again I've been broke again. I've been broke again. And in all those experiences, I, I was saying this uh, a few weeks back. They do something to your emotions. Something happens to your emotional capital. Every time something you get broke and you don't know how you're going to survive the month, something happens to your emotions. Every time someone rejects you as you knock on their door, something happens to your emotions. So I've taken time to, my passion is very, it's small businesses, young people in varsity, coming out of varsity that actually want to get into business. So what I do is I've got a system where I say, no, I will help you with what you need to grow your business. I will help you with the office space. I will help you with this. I will help you with this. My company will take a certain equity from the business and then I will make sure that I'm with you in the journey Mm -hmm. that you are going through. I'm with you in the struggles that you are going through. And I feel that that has become one of my most memorable elements of giving than when I was doing charity and giving people food parcels, which is good. We do that as well. Mm. But I feel that this is even better because I get to impart not only finances to these people, but I get to impart a new way of thinking because you can give someone money, but money to a poor manager is dangerous. Money to a mind that is not prepared is dangerous. Money to a mind that does not know what it's going to do with the money is dangerous. Money is a resources. Resources are for managers. If resources go to poor managers, they become destruction for the managers. And what I like about it is I get time to each of them to know, to impart my way of thinking. I put, I put up a status last week on my social media where I was saying that sometimes you don't need someone to give you funding. Sometimes you need someone to actually help you to see the world in a different perspective from the perspective that you saw it. That might be the biggest funding you've ever received in your life. 100%. Now you are touching a space where I'm actually wanting to move to very quickly. We're actually coming closely to the end of the, of the show, but yeah. before we end the show, um, um, uh, I know that and I saw that you, you're someone that wanted to link education and business. Because you're a person that has also educated yourself 
Um, I mean, you, you're busy with your MBA and, and you got a BBA degree as well, yeah. which is a great thing. And I was, I was just saying it again as, as the show started that, um, we do not undermine those people that didn't go to school, but they are successful business people. Yeah. And we do know that some of the most successful business people in the country, both men and women, some of them didn't go to school. Yeah. And, and, and they've managed to, to, to make a success out of themselves. Yeah. But we do not say that we need to neglect education and yeah. to link it with, 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 with business. And, um, again, we do not say that in order to escape education, and becoming to business because we say it's okay to become a businessman and not be not educated be edu- because yeah. education is, is, is important. And for you yourself, what is it that you can say that you, we know when you want to link education and business at the same time, especially from a young person's perspective? Okay. This is how you become successful. Let's, let's start there. Yeah. Successful people are not people that, um, Successful people are not people that are making money. We need to correct that. Successful people are people who are effective and have influence. And when you have influence and you are effective, then you attract resources which become payment for your effectiveness. Sure. So you are not, you are not, you are not successful for as long as you are not, you are not successful for as long as you are not effective. Do you understand what I'm saying? I get you, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people get lost in this. They think that success might be uh, a lot of money. It's not. Success is purely being effective in who and what you are destined to be. On a day-to-day basis, you need to go to bed and say that I was effective and I was I was be, because we were brought on earth to have influence. That's why we we're brought on earth to be effective. Mm-hmm. So firstly, you need to understand that that success is about effectiveness. Now you need to understand that this, when you take, when I take it broader, I then say that you also need to understand that for you to be effective and for you to have influence, knowledge is the currency of influence in the 21st century. So if you want to influence people and you want to be effective in people's lives, you must know something or do something that people cannot do or people do not know. No one wants to spend time with someone who knows only what they know and who does exactly what they do. True. I personally have no interest in such people. Mm, mm. Uh, so if knowledge for me, education is... You as an individual deciding that this is the field of my identity, of my destiny. And for me now, I know I've got the gift. I know it's inside of me. Mm -hmm. But I want to equip this gift with the skills necessary for it to sustain. Because what I always say to people is, your gift will take you to a certain level. There is a certain level where now you need skill. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you know why I'm laughing? I'm laughing because it's a, I've come across exactly what you're talking about, where you get people that, you know, they are so knowledgeable, they know so much, and they can tell you about anything, they know about almost everything. But when it comes to implementation and being practical, it's a different story. It is. And, 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 and I always say that. You have to be wise enough and smart enough to realize your weaknesses. Yeah. And one of the things that I've come across is that when, when it comes to such things, when you're not complete, 
Yeah. You need to find people that are skilled at what you are not skilled at. Yeah. And not be selfish at the same time to compete. Yeah. Because you can only be com- complete when you find people that are, are good at what you are not so that you can be complete and begin to move forward with the mission that you need to that you have at hand. I don't That's know if so you, you understand what I'm That's saying. That's so true. And, and, and it's unfortunate these days that, and I say this because it touches me inside and I've come across such people and unfortunately I've been a victim of such where you're working with people that are not, are very knowledgeable, but they're not practical and cannot implement. Yeah. And because you are good at implementing, they become selfish and they use you and they, they end up hugging certain information from you because they are scared. That you're gonna become better than them. Yeah. And they know that certain knowledge that they do have, you do not have. And they end up being these people that manipulate. Yeah. And, and, and again, from both sides, you need to be wise enough to be able to spot such people. Yeah. So that you protect yourself. Mm. And again, it comes back to the education part whereby you need to be a person that, I mean, we live in a time where there's internet. We've got seminars that are going on. Yeah. There's a lot of courses at schools. If you are able to go to school and to empower yourself, yeah. there's a lot of people that are willing to share knowledge and to learn. We live in a digital time yeah. that almost anything you can be able to school yourself. And I, I, I am commenting on this so passionately because I've come across a lot of these downs and, and people that, you know, that think they know it all. Yeah. But they cannot implement And as a result A lot of the times Whatever that you are, End up being in partnership With them with It fails Yeah uh, I, I actually I was speaking about it A while back um, I was saying that um, the, the the success of something Yeah Is not effort It's results Sure um, a, a, a lot of us are, A lot of us What makes us not successful yeah. Is we dwelling too much on our effort and not too much on our results. Because when you, when you dwell on your results, it's then then you are able as an individual to critically examine your strengths and your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. When you focus on effort, you keep saying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. But when you examine results and you are an individual that actually that marks himself based on results. I'm trying doesn't cut it. Mm. Every time you want to examine why don't I have tangible results. And a lot of us young people, because of uh, the time we have been, uh, we have been born into, our time has allowed us not to have results because we always have a backup plan back at home. Whilst if you didn't have that backup plan back at home, you would have needed results. So uh, it's it's definitely what I agree with what you're saying. We we need to shift. That mentality also needs to shift. We need to move to an a generation that is not too sold on effort, but that is sold on results as opposed to efforts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's 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 basically what one could definitely view on that front. That if people's minds could be more aligned to them seeing themselves, seeing themselves, being able to to criticize themselves. People in this day and age don't even criticize themselves and say that I'm a weak person there and there. If you confront their weaknesses, you've offended them. 
You we you weak in that area. You weak in that area. That's what you are. You are weak in that area. Yeah. You need to groom that area so that you become a better person. I know with myself, I'm a weak communicator. When it comes to my communication skills, I'm terrible. And I can now every time someone it needs to be a skill that I I I grow in myself and hence I go to school. When I go and I study my MBA, there is a module that says communications there and it's there to deal with this skill that is, that, that is within me. The gift is there, but it needs certain skills for it to become a success. Yamkela, you're such an amazing, amazing individual. And at the age of 24, I am blown away at, at the level of success at which you are at. You have attained success, um, you have achieved things. That certain people take years to be able to achieve. Mm. It does not matter if some of it you have not done it by yourself. The most important thing is that you are in the midst of it. Mm. And I think you are a perfect candidate for us to have in the Unplugged and In Charge radio show on Cliff Central. And it's been a really great pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for your insight. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your inspiration. And thank you very much for, for, for sharing uh, an outstanding knowledge And from the beginning of the show Since you started talking until now You've said nothing less than quality mm-hmm. And 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 I mean We're reaching the end of the show And I just want you to give you an opportunity um, What message do you have for the young people out there um, Young people at your age Younger than you, just older than you The youth people out there Who are busy hustling and want to make a success Of their lives Yeah. Now I'd say um, Uh to all young people, yeah. you know, uh, don't neglect the season where you must enjoy, uh, because sometimes enjoying is your purchasing of a ticket to enjoying life at a later stage. True. A lot of people don't want to enjoy. They don't want to seem unpopular. They don't want to seem uncool for a while. They don't want to seem more focused for a while. And they they have this assumption that because it's like that, um, I, I, you see, I, I, I live... In a certain sense of comfort today because I've made certain sacrifices at a very young age. And other than that, they can also purchase my book Suited for Change, The Mind Shift to Destiny Fulfillment. Mm-hmm. They can purchase it through my office 011-050-1109. Thank you so much. And thank you very much for joining us on the show. Uh, it was a really great pre- pleasure. Um, I really thoroughly enjoyed to have you on the show and I've really learned a lot from yourself and really it is appreciated. But to the listeners back home, thank you so much for everybody that has tuned in. Thank you to the, to the Instagram viewers that have been view, uh, listening up on Instagram. Thank you for everyone that has tuned in on www.cliffcentral.com. Thank you to the people that have also streamed live via their, their, their phones on the Cliff Central app. And this is the Unplugged and In Charge Radio Show. It's Smoke Quizzy signing out. This is cliffcentral.com.